Hey guys, this is Michael, the host of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. And hey, if you have a passion for anime, sports, manga, sports entertainment, politics, sea turtles, the environment, you name it, come do it here on Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need is all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right here on your phone and or computer. If you're worried about distribution, I don't think you should. Because there's plenty of platforms that you can do this from. From Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, Sister, just to name some of them. Everything you need is right here in one place. Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get it started. Oh, by the way, Anchor is totally free. So let me tell you this. If you build it, they will come. Go ahead and download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and get your podcast started. What's up, America? I'm John Crow. It is Friday, July 29th, and tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is an estimated annuitized $1.28 billion. Now, to win that money, you must match these five white balls plus that gold mega ball. Now, let's see if I can make you a billionaire tonight. Our first winning number tonight is 67. That's followed by 45. Up next, we have 57. Your next number is 36, and your final white ball number for this Friday evening is 13. Now, for the mega ball number, that is 14. Again, tonight's winning numbers are 67, 45, 57, 36, 13, and the gold mega ball is 14. Now, if no one matches all six numbers, Tuesday's jackpot could be $1.7 billion. Play on, America! Hey, oh, cut, cut the music. Cut some, cut... Cut the intro music today. Yeah, you might hear it in the background a little bit. Cut it. We ain't having that today. Did you hear that? Did you hear those numbers? That was the power. That was the Mega Millions. That was the Mega Millions from Friday night. Now, in numerical order, those numbers were 13, 36, 45, 57, 67, and 14. My numbers were 13, 29, 49, 58, 68, and 14. Did you hear that? 13, I got. 36, 29. That's only, what, seven numbers off? 45, 49, four numbers off. 58, 57, and 68, 60. Those are one numbers off. And the most impossible thing, you get the daggone Mega Ball. So instead of sitting here with $1.28 billion in my bank account, I got six dollars. I got six dollars from t- getting two lines right. Six dollars. Can you? <laughs> All jokes aside, man. Congratulations to the person in Illinois. I Ho- hope they enjoy their stinking money. It's cool. I mean, I didn't need one point two eight billion dollars. After taxes, it'll be approximately five hundred fifty-four point six million dollars. I could have. I could have used a little bit of that, but it's all good. Anyway, welcome to the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. I'm your host, Michael Gillespie. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope, in fact, I hope the guy who's listening, uh, the person who won, is actually listen to the show because you can uh, always donate to my Patreon. I don't have a Patreon, or just find me and donate some money to me. That'd be really appreciated. No, but could you imagine? Could you imagine looking at your ticket? And hearing those numbers and just having the same numbers on that ticket, that has to be has to be bliss to think about you winning that. So whatever. 
I will take my $6 and enjoy it. Buy me a Snicker bar or something. Anyway, guys, how are you guys doing? I hope all is well. Uh, we are continuing on with uh, episode 19. Uh, episode 19, and we are on 13 or 40 for the first season of the WDYM. Where I'm chugging along. Uh, so, you know, got to keep that train moving, as so to speak. And with that being said, we're going to go straight into the topic of the di- of the day, which is focused on the former uh, chairman of WWE, Vince McMahon, who's recently just stepped down because of these allegations that he's had. Now, I'm pretty sure some of you guys heard this because the initial reports came out roughly around the beginning of July, and now we're basically in August. And this guy, <laughs> this guy is a, is a, is a cornball, to say the least. Uh, so let's go ahead and read this article from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, let's go. Let's see. WWE longtime leader agreed to, agreed to pay more than $12 million over the past 16 years to suppress allegations of misconduct and infidelity. Now, again, I'm going to remind you that this is a G show. So I'm going to be editing out some of the obvious things and all that stuff because, again, it's a G show. I want everybody to hear this. So, you know, I might be skipping words. You got to fill in the blanks on some of these. But without further ado, let's go out. These payments went out to four women, all formerly affiliated with WWE, uh, all who signed an agreement with Mr. Man to prohibit them from discussing potential legal claims against or their relationship with the now 76-year-old executive. Mm. According to people familiar with the deals, as well as documents that were received by the Wall Street Journal. Previously reported settlements included a $7.5 million pact with a former wrestler who alleged that Mr. McMahon coerced her into giving him special attention and then, and then demoted her, ultimately declined to renew her contract in 2005 after she resisted further encounters, according to people familiar with the matter. The wrestler and her attorney approached McMahon in 18 and negotiated a payment to return in return for her silence. And in another previously unreported deal, a WWE contractor presented a company, oh, I'm sorry, presented the company with unsolicited nude pictures of Mr. McMahon. She received from him and alleged that he had harassed her on a job, according to familiar with the, with the woman's 2008 non-disclosure agreement. McMahon agreed to pay her roughly $1 million. And the list goes on. In 2006, a former manager who worked 10 years for McMahon before he allegedly initiated a relationship with her paid one million to keep her quiet about it. (laughs) This gets even better. Uh, Also reported that a $3 million hush pact reached in January between McMahon and another former WWE paralegal with whom he alleged had an affair with, citing documents that People familiar with the matter, WWE's board is investigating McMahon's agreement with the former paralegal and the 2018 deal with the former wrestler. People familiar with the inquiry said. The board is also investigating allegations that executive John Laurinaitis had a relation with the same former paralegal. (laughs) So they're just sharing paralegals now. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, Let's see. According to the people familiar with the inquiry, the board is looking into a $1.5 million non-disclosure agreement 
reached in 2012 with an employee involving misconduct claims against Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis, a former wrestler known as Johnny Ace, was the head of talent relations for eight years when he was forced to step down in 2012 and took a smaller role with the company. His demotion came around the same time at the $1.5 million deal with the employee Mm-mm-mm. who alleged that she had an affair with. And then, and then, here you go, he demoted her after she broke it off. People familiar with the non-disclosure agreement said. Mr. McMahon then restored Laurinaitis back to head of talent last year. But now WWE has placed them on administrative leave. You see this? This is all corruption at, and, and WWE. And uh, it's really sad. It's really sad. But all these non-disclosure agreements and all these things that happened, <laughs> don't, don't beg the question, like, who said that? <laughs> you know, like, hey, who, who told the board about all these non-disclosure agreements? I wonder who. It's kind of funny that now who's uh who's now in charge is his, his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, and her husband, Triple H, Paul Avex. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, they're now in charge of WWE. So it just makes you wonder, or you don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. Oh, I find that very suspicious now. I mean, to me, it just looks like that. It just looks very suspicious that now who's running the company might have had a might have had a part into it. So, uh, a couple weeks later, the official statement from McMahon says, "As I approach seventy-seven years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE." Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, thrill you, surprise you, and always entertain you. I would like to thank my family for mightily contributing to our success. I'd also like to thank all the past and present superstars and employees for their dedication and passion for our brand. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our fans for always allowing us to enter your homes every week and being your choice of entertainment. I hold the deepest appreciation and admiration for our generations of fans all over the world who have liked, currently liked, and sometimes even loved our form of sports entertainment. This guy. <laughs> our global audience can take comfort into knowing WWE will continue to entertain you with the same dedication and passion as always. I am extremely confident in the continued success of WWE. And I leave our company in the capable hands of extraordinary group, superstars, employees, executives, in particular both Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan as a majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in any way I can. My personal thanks go out to our community, our business partners, shareholders, board of directors, for their guidance support throughout the years. Then, now, forever, together. So he's a piece of trash, pretty much. And uh, he's doing this whole spiel, sending out these letters about uh, thanking everybody. But he sure, didn't, he sure uh, thanked these like, girls, these ladies, these women, in his certain way. And it's disgusting. It's so disgusting to see this. And it's like, I mean, as of right now, I mean, because the investigation is still ongoing, that nobody is saying anything. You know, this man, Mr. Man, is married. He's married. What does his wife, what does his wife have to say? What did his wife have to say? Oh, man, his wife. What is he Spotted at a America First Policy Institute Summit in Atlanta and was lighthearted about their retirement despite the serious nature of, of the allegations. 
She said he'll be he'll be deciding on what he's going to be spending his free time. I think it's a good thing, she said. And any other question that came out, she ignored it. It's it's it's, it's mind-boggling that this lady just lets this man let this happen and not throw him under the bus as he should be. I mean, come on, man. This guy did so much and paid so much in hush money that nobody bats an eye about this. So that it's in itself is bonkers. And to go further, to go further into this, that Friday after when they had a SmackDown recording, they they had a uh, Stephanie Man come out, and this is what they had. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown! Earlier tonight, my father, Vince McMahon, retired from WWE. This is the, the company that he created, that he founded, and he wanted to make sure in his retirement that he thanked all of you. He thanked the WWE Universe. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, you guys are you're jumping me. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> And that's all of you out here. That's everybody in the back. That is all of our crew. That's everyone who hangs the rigging. It's everyone who designs all of the graphics. It's even Pat McAfee and I guess Michael Cole. This is the WWE universe and we are eternally grateful for all of you. But since Vince had the opportunity to thank us, I think this is the moment that we take to thank him. So now we're gonna do it together, right? Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. Utter trash. And then just. Everybody in in attendance, everybody was like, "Thank you, Vince, and all that stuff." No, don't thank him for that. This is a this is the working atmosphere of WWE. Then yeah, he needs to go away, and all those people should be ashamed of themselves. And uh, hopefully, some you know after the investigation concludes that the him along with Bill Cosby can go sit somewhere underneath the underneath the jail or something because this is ridiculous and absolutely absurd. With that being said, we're going to take the first part. We're going to take a quick little side break. Get ready for the second part of the story, which is kind of labeled communication issues that I have. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know. I know. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you clicked this podcast. Well, you're listening to the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. Thanks for joining. And you can find fun, amazing, weird, but cool stuff on here. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Shout out to my daughter. I asked her to put a plug in so I can, when I do transitions from one story to another, and she killed it. She might, she absolutely killed it. So, uh, you know, I know she's probably sleeping right now, but let's go ahead and give the round of applause <laughs> to Amelia Gillespie. That was awesome, baby. Thank you so much. 
Okay, part two of the of today's episode is communication. Um, basically about me. Uh, I'm not a great, not the greatest communicator when it comes to <laughs> communicating. <laughs> um, when it comes to talking and all that stuff, I'm not much of a talker, especially on the phone or anything like that. I don't, I don't do conversation on the phone no more. The best way to get a hold of me is to text me. If you want, you want me to respond. You will text me, okay? Um, that's the best way I do it. That's the, my form of communication. And and I'm not a, the greatest communicator. I have um, a friend of mine, a, a real good friend of mine, who's going through some real stuff, some real stuff. And I've talked to him one time in about three months. Even though I should be more communicating, I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to communicate that well. I don't know. I just don't like I don't know. I just don't like picking up the phone and calling people. It's just the way it is now. 2022, text me, right? So the problem I have today or what's recently is with my sister. I mean, my half-sister. She likes to call the old school. And most of the old school always like, you call me, call me, call me. I I don't call anybody. If you're not in my immediate circle, which is my sister, my mom, my wife, my kids, that's about it. I don't communicate unless you're going to text me. Um, and that's just how I am. So my half-sister calls me in the middle of work. And then the thing that bothers me is that she calls me in the middle of work. And you expect me to just stop whatever I'm doing to call you back. That's not happening. So I work my 10 to 12 hours a day. And by the time I get home, you know, I get the attention where, my, where it's required for me, which is my family, right? So if I don't call you, my bad. I think my my other half sister, Stephanie, she recognizes that, but we still have a great relationship. We still communicate, even if it's not every day, we st- every week or every two weeks or shit, every three weeks, oh, cussed, my bad language. Um, she knows that, but it doesn't affect our relationship. But with my other half sister, it does. So Friday night, <laughs> Friday night, getting ready to go to bed. I get a text message. So she does learn something. So uh, she sends me a text message, and this is what it says. I have, have I lost a brother in Jesus' name? I hope not. This is the last time you'll hear from me. I will be calling the lawyer a couple of days, and I will listen to draw everything with, you know, this is, these are her words. So if it doesn't sound like good English, this is what she said. I'm sorry. Let me re- retract. I will call the lawyer in a couple of days, and I will listen to draw everything that I said. I'm not about the money, and it seems that you are, and it hurts. You and Stephanie, I love you both, but evil I do not love. I will pray for you. I'm done. And, but I'll never stop loving you and Stephanie. At least I'll go to heaven. And that's the end of it. She sends me a whole bunch of prayer hands. Uh Smiley face with the halo, hearts 100%, blah, blah, blah. Now, when I saw this, when I saw this, this is my immediate reaction. (laughs) Smoker laugh and all. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? Now, to recap what she's saying, she said, uh, I'll be calling the lawyer a couple of days, and it looks like she's trying to withdraw something, but right now I'm not going to talk about that and what that situation is. Uh, don't feel like getting into that. That's crazy, right? So the thing with my half-sister is that she on this whole Jesus Jesus fest right now, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you go, if you uh, if you look on my Facebook page, you'll see who it is. And she litters, she literally litters my Facebook page with all her Jesus stuff. And I keep it on there. I don't say anything to her. I just let it be because maybe somebody's on my Facebook page needs to see that. Maybe needs to see that. Oh, that's so inspiring. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Jesus. And then there's the message, right? No, that's not right. She done called me evil. I ain't evil. I may not communicate, but I sure as hell ain't evil. I'm pretty sure she knows what evil is. And to, to lump me and Stephanie as evil is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So I come back. I ain't no punk. I'm going to come back. So I said, okay. So let me be clear. Whatever is going on in your mind, you, you, you call me when I'm working. I'm not, I'm not going to stop in the middle of working in the kitchen to call you back. I'm, when I get off work, I'm exhausted. I give my family the attention because that's what I do. Secondly, how often do we talk Anyway, since the beginning of time, we don't talk like that. Go ahead and throw a number down. What I'm getting at is that we don't talk like that. Never have, never have. I am not that type of communicator. You know that if you were in my life, but there's no fault of me or you. Lastly, what money? What money are you talking about? So I'm evil now for what? Continue to pray for me. Your reasoning for sending me this is absurd. Goofy. <laughs> So, that's what I said. Again, she's always doing this whole Jesus thing, blah, blah, blah. It's cool. I'm not mad at her for that. She's sorry. I was, she responded to me. Sorry, I'm upset. I took it out on you. Please forgive me. You've been on my mind, and I took my anger out on you. I'm so sorry. Love you still. So, so I see that she's all, you know, Jesus this, and forgive this, and love, and prayer, and Jesus, this is not someone... Who's acting like, you know, that is not something Jesus would do. So, you know, I don't went to Google, looked up, looked up something that looked up something about anger. And then I found this. He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but who is quick to temper and exposes, exalts his foolishness for all to see. Proverbs 14, 29. She responds back. I totally agree with you and I apologize to God and I apologize to you. Please forgive me. And I'm so happy to know that your verses in the Bible. I love you. I said, no, I Googled it. I'm done with you. <laughs> I don't play. I don't play. You ain't going to come attack me and say that I'm evil for not responding to you. I have a list of people that I should be talking to on a weekly basis, but I don't. That's my fault. That's my character default. But there's ways to get a hold of me. Doing this, sending this stuff is not cool. And I will fix some of the situation. Promise you that. Okay. But we good because I don't hold grudges. And maybe I, this is my Jesus thing. I don't hold vendetta, vengeance, all that stuff. There's only one person I hold vengeance to. That's for another podcast for another time. But, yes, I'm going to fix that situation swiftly by taking her ass off my Facebook. I ain't playing like that. You ain't going to do that to me. With that being said, we're going to bring this episode to a close. Episode 19 is in the books. 
And this is your host of the WDYM, Michael Gillespie, and I'm out, Boy Scout!